when money is going great, it's so easy to talk about. But it's when you're struggling and you have you know less confidence in yourself and your ability to manage your money well, it, it doesn't feel good to talk about the negative things. But if you learn how to communicate about money as a single person, it does get a little easier to have those conversations in a relationship. It's time to start the show and Welcome back to another episode of Financially Free with Cleo podcast. I am your host, Cleo Childress, and this is a show to help you live financially free in your own way. And I'm so excited because this is my 50th episode. Did you hear that? 50th episode. So that means I sat down and recorded a new episode 50 times. I'm so excited because before I started this podcast, I was a little nervous because I was like, I'm not ready. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I was like, bump that. I'm about to start. And now here I am at episode 50. So I appreciate any and everyone who has listened to a show, watched a show. If you would love to support Financially Through a Cleo podcast, it would make me so happy if you would subscribe to the podcast on YouTube at Clear Yoga Finance YouTube page, or you can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever you prefer. I'm on all the other podcasting platforms, but the major top three that I would love your support on is YouTube, Apple, or Spotify. So getting into this week's episode, we're going to be talking about getting your money right in your single life, okay? And it's very important to think about that because, you know, it's February, it's Valentine's Day season, and a lot of us single people, we can kind of feel left out if we don't have anyone special to share it with. But I want you to start thinking positive because even though we are single, there are still some things that we can think positively about and that we can work on in our single season, especially when it comes to our finances. So there are five areas that you need to consider working on starting today so that you can bring your best self in the relationship when that comes one day in the future. I don't know about y'all, but for me, whenever I decide to get into a healthy romantic relationship with a man, I want to make sure that I am not bringing our financial hot mess to the table. I don't want to be bringing all my financial baggage to the table, not saying that I'm trying to be perfect because none of us are, but when you enter in a relationship, you want to make sure you're bringing your best self, right? And the finances is a huge topic when it comes to relationships. So in our single season, we're going to work on these five, three areas. So area number one is understanding your earning potential, understanding your earning potential. So do you have a job? Are you running a business? Are you doing a little bit of both? You know, you need to understand what's your your past work experience. What type of skills do you have? You know, if you need to, you know, get a second job or get some extra side hustles, like what can you do to earn money? How much money are you earning right now? How much more money can you earn doing what you're already doing? 
What are some skills that you know you could probably learn really quickly to earn more money? It's very important to be thinking about how can I earn money with what I'm doing now and what can I do to learn something new to earn money if I needed to? When the pandemic first started, you know, I guess two years ago at this point, a lot of people lost their incomes or the incomes decreased. And they quickly were scrambling, trying to figure out, well, how can I earn more, more, more money? How can I make ends meet? How can I just pay my bills, you know? And people were trying to figure out what to do because the world was crazy, right? But you want to make sure you know who you are and what you got to work with to earn money because more money gives you more options. You know, more money gives you more money to go on more vacations, to pay it forward, to help someone else. More money gives you more options to, you know, travel and have a great time in life, to buy the things that you need, the things that you want, the things that you love, the things that you care about, the things that make you feel good, that makes you smile. You know, I know they say money don't buy happiness, but it does buy happiness for a short period of time. But if you are not happy within yourself, if you are not happy internally, that happiness does wear off after a while, I'm telling y'all. It only lasts for a certain period of time, right? But you want to make sure that you understand what you can bring to the table when it comes to skills and earning money for yourself. That way, when you get into a relationship, you can bring that with your partner. You know, what if you get into a long-term relationship or what if you get married and your partner lost their job? Now all the money making is on you. Maybe they um, got sick and can't work for a period of time. Maybe they became disabled and can't work at all for the long term or maybe short term. But but what are you going to do? What skills can you bring to the table to earn more money when you need to? So you have to evaluate that. Even if you have skills that you know you can earn money from, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to start using them today. It's just to have that in your mind, have it in a little box somewhere. So that way, when you know I need to earn some more money, for the short term or long term, I know what skills I can pull out or I know something I can learn really quick that's going to help me earn more money, you know, earn more money to pay off debt or whatever the reason is. You want to make sure you know what skills earning money. How can you earn more money? What money making skills do you have? So think about that. Second one is mastering basic money management skills. And when I say master, I don't mean become perfect, but there are some basic skills that you need to start getting control of, like budgeting, like tracking your income and expenses, having consistent meetings with yourself, the money dates, like you got to talk to yourself and meet with yourself, check in with yourself every week, every month, <laughs> every other week, whatever works for you. You just need to have some type of consistent meeting with yourself. That way, when you get into a relationship, you have already had experience budgeting your money, tracking your income and expenses, meeting with yourself to see what's working and what's not working and what needs to change. Because when you get in a relationship, now you're going to have to be doing that with another person. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, if you're still struggling managing your money, you need to join me in the Daily Money Habits text community. Sometimes when we're trying to level up in our finances, we can get overwhelmed and not do anything at all. And then other times we start and we fall off track real quick. And I want to help you stay focused. 
So in the Daily Money Habits text community, you will get a text from me every single day with a financial affirmation to help empower you and help push you forward through this journey. And the second thing is an action step, me telling you exactly what you need to do every single day to reach those money goals. And you'll also get monthly financial workshops so you can continue on this education and helping you take action on all of this information that you are receiving. So text MONEY HABITS, all caps, to 615-813-4827. It is a paid community. It's $37 a month. But hey, we got to invest in ourselves, right? If we want to see real results. So I will see you in the daily MONEY HABITS text community. And years ago, I used to think that it was easier. I was like, it has to be easier being married or in a relationship with someone else because now you have more money to work with. You have, you know, another mind to help you make decisions and it's not just all on you. You know, some of us, men and women, when we're single, sometimes it can get overwhelming because we're like, okay, I'm making all the money for myself and, um, you know, it's just me making all these decisions. Yes, it's cool when everything is going great, but when I'm financially struggling, all the weight is on me. So you kind of feel like if I had someone else in my life, it would probably make it easier. And although there are some ways that it can be easier, it's not a guarantee that it will be because now you're working with another personality, another person's income, another person's mind. You, you all are trying to work together as a team. You're not going to always agree on everything. Sometimes you may argue about money. Like it does not mean that it's going to be easier. But if you master certain money skills as a single man or a single woman, it can make things a little bit easier when you try to come together with someone else's income in someone's life. You know, when you're trying to combine two lives together, it's not easy. It can be hard, <laughs> you know, especially financially. But if you master some of those skills now, you can bring some of those skills to the table in that new relationship. And then you guys can work together to try to see what works together as a team. You know, sometimes the way you handle money as a single person may not work as a team in a relationship. But you can still pull from those budgeting skills, those tracking, those income and expenses skills, those money date skills. You can still put those together and try to make the team, the relationship great financially. So master those basic money management skills. All right. Strengthening your financial communication is the third one. Strengthen your financial communication. So it's not always easy to talk about money. I know it's not. <laughs> I know that personally and professionally because it can be a sensitive topic. You know, when money is going great, it's so easy to talk about. But it's when you're struggling and you have, you know, less confidence in yourself and your ability to manage your money well, it, it doesn't feel good to talk about the negative things. But if you learn how to communicate about money as a single person, it does get a little easier to have those conversations in a relationship. Now, in the beginning, it may not be easy because you may be embarrassed about some things. You may feel uncomfortable sharing certain financial details, especially if you feel like it's negative. For example, if you feel like you don't make enough money, if you feel like you have too much debt, if you feel like your credit is trash, trash if you feel like your you know, investments isn't enough, or maybe you don't have any money invested at all and you don't feel confident about that. Maybe you don't have any money saved at all and you don't feel comfor comfortable or confident about that. 
You know, you have to think about those things. You know, sharing that with someone else cannot feel good sometimes because you're wondering, well, what are they going to think about me? Are they going to judge me, attack me, criticize me? Especially if you've had someone do that before. You know, that can make you have your guard up with sharing certain things because you don't want to be judged or attacked or criticized. You want someone in your life who is going to hear you out, understand, let them let, let you explain how you got there and also what you're doing to get out of it. When I talk with someone and they tell me some negative things about them financially, I don't automatically assume certain things or judge them because I'm not perfect either. My first thought is, okay, this is where you are. What is the plan? <laughs> and what are you what are you doing to work on this plan? That's what I want to know. I want to know what is the plan to get from here to here and here to here. You know what I'm saying? Join me on the first Sunday of every single month for a money yoga session. And you're probably wondering, what is this money yoga stuff, Cleo? Well, it is a vinyasa style yoga class mixed with financial empowerment. And it's designed to help you relax, reset, and prep for the work weeks ahead. And if we nurture our mind and our bodies, we can live financially free and make better financial decisions. There will be Q&A at the end, so bring your money questions. You can register at cleoyogafinance.com slash money dash yoga. Like for me, when I was struggling, that's what I had to figure out myself. I knew I was struggling with my money, but I knew I couldn't stay there. And if I, if I was going to get out of that, I needed to do some type of action plan, right? So that's why I want you to start thinking about, okay, if I am struggling with my money right now, how can I be better as a single man or a single woman so I can be financially great for my future partner? You know, you have to make sure you are working on that communication because if you don't work on that communication with yourself, talking to yourself about money, keeping it real with yourself about money, you may be in denial about some things financially, you know, coming to terms with that type of stuff. If you can't keep it, be honest with yourself, it's going to be hard to be honest with your future partner. And if you don't get a hold of that communication now in the relationship, you're going to have some financial infidelity. Financial infidelity is basically when couples are sharing their finances and they're lying about money. You know, maybe you're hiding debts, you're lying about some addictions you may have, some crazy spending habits, because as a team, you're going to want to do certain things together financially. And if you aren't sharing everything or you're not disclosing everything and you are not being truthful with a lot of stuff, it's going to be hard for that relationship to work because money is one of those topics at the top of the list that causes some problems in relationships. And you don't want it to be an issue because you didn't communicate about it, right? I know communication is already at the top of the list of something that's required in a relationship. Everyone wants someone that knows how to communicate, right? You know, there's different things to communicate about in relationships. But when it comes to talking about money, that's a whole nother, you know, ball game because sometimes we may not want to talk about certain things, but you got to talk about it. But it starts with you. Starts with you. Starts with us inside. We got to talk to ourselves before we can learn to be honest with other people. If we're lying to ourselves, not treating ourselves right financially, how can we do that for someone else, right? 
So learn how to communicate about finances. Number four, understanding your numbers. Now, when I first started to get my financial life together, I was dreading looking at the numbers. And when I say numbers, I mean looking at that credit score, looking at those bank accounts, seeing what the balance is, looking at the transactions, what you spent, how much and on what, you know, looking at your investment accounts, your savings accounts, you know, calculating your net worth. Like back in the day, I didn't even try to connect, uh, like calculate my net worth because I felt like, what's the point? My credit is messed up. I'm not saving no money, don't have anything invested. And the investment account, like I remember the first time I had a 401k at a job and I remember getting fired from that job, I cashed out my 401k and didn't have another investment account for a long time because I was like, what's the point? I know my net worth is, is negative number, you know? Why do I need to see that negative number? But it does something to you in your mind. Psychologically, like you need to see those numbers. If your net worth is zero or in the negative, you need to see it. You know, net worth is your assets minus your liabilities equals net worth. Your assets are things that you own. What is the value of the things that you own? And what are the debts that you owe? What do you owe? You know, how much do you owe? How much payments are you making every month? Or how much debt are you not paying on? Because some of us have debt that's just kind of sitting there, right? Not being entertained for whatever reason. But you want to know, even if you're not paying on it, you still want to know who you owe how much. Because you can't really set money goals and really work on a true action plan if you don't even know how much debt you have and who you really owe. If you don't know how much money you have saved or invested, do you even know how many bank accounts you got? Sometimes we can have all kinds of checking and savings accounts all over the place. Do you need all of them or only do you only need a few? Are you saving? Are you investing any money? Do you plan to borrow more money later? So are you going to work on your credit score and make that better? you know, to whatever you need it to be. But you have to look at these numbers. I used to didn't want to look at none of those numbers. But what I'll tell you is when I started to look at them, understand why they were what they were, it felt better just to see and understand it. Because before I just didn't look at it. So I kind of felt like, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But I was still feeling financially stressed because I was like, I know I have a problem that I need to work through. But if I don't look at the numbers, I won't feel that bad. You know, I was feeling bad, but I was like, I won't feel that bad because I don't really know how bad it is. But when I looked at those numbers, I got a reality check. It was terrible. You know, when you see, you know, overdraft fees, negative checking account, charged off checking accounts, and you see, you know, terrible credit scores, collection accounts, you know, having your wages garnished. I mean, it's a lot. You know, who wants to look at that? But if you want to see better, you got to look at the negative because you got to get out of it. How can you get out of that negative? You don't know what specifically what that negative is. So look at those numbers, you know, take some time to really evaluate it. And if you feel it overwhelmed and you're kind of not sure how to understand it all, you got to get help, which brings me to my next thing, hiring a money coach and hiring a relationship coach. You know, I, I know sometimes we think, you know what? I don't need a coach. 
I don't need nobody to tell me how to do this or how to do that. I can figure it out myself. I'll just read this book or I'll just watch this video or I'll just watch these memes on social media or I'll just talk to a friend. No, you know, you need a professional to consult with. You know, even if it's just for a few visits, like you need to talk to a professional. That money coach is going to help you understand what has happened in your life, what is going on right now, and what you desire in the future and how you're going to get there based on what you're working with today. That relationship coach is going to do the same thing, but on the relationship side. What do you desire in a future partner? If you could think about what your relationship would look like right now, like what would it look like? Where would you live? What jobs would you guys have? What would you do together outside of work? You know, would you be married or would you not be married, but just be in a long-term relationship? You know, you have to think about what you desire and, and not comparing yourself to other couples and trying to be like other couples and do what they do or have what they have. No, what do you desire? And find someone that matches that so y'all can be great together. You know, if you aren't working on yourself and willing to, you know, be vulnerable and talk to professionals to help you become better, then you won't really be great in your relationship. You know, ask yourself, if you were someone else, would you date you? Would you marry you? You know, you know, think about the things that you expect from your future partner. Are you bringing that to the table too? You know, I know a lot of us be wondering, well, what can this man bring to the table? Or what can this woman bring to the table? Like we're expecting everyone else to be at these higher levels than us. But ask yourself, what do you really bring to the table? Not that you got to bring a perfect person, but do you have your ish together? That can mean different things to different people. But financially, are you confident today with your finances? If you had the, the person of your dreams in your face right now, could you be honest and tell them about your financial situation right now? Could you tell them these numbers and all the information? Could you tell them that with confidence? If not, let's get it together in this single season. Just because you're single doesn't mean that's a bad thing either. I was having a conversation with a friend last week and we were talking about relationships and being single and how... You know, a lot of times people may see you single and think something's wrong with you, whether if you're a single man or a single woman, especially as you get older. As you get older and you're still single, people be wondering like, well, what's wrong with you? What you do wrong? You must be doing something wrong. You're still single. And it's like, there are so many different reasons why someone could be single. It, it may not be because they can't find anyone. It may not be because they did something wrong. You know, there's so many different reasons why, but as a single man or a single woman, I want you to focus on the positive things. What can I do in my life to just have a good life? Be happy. You know, a lot of us, as we get older, you know, we definitely, a lot of us just want to be genuinely happy. We want peace of mind. We don't want stress. We don't want any drama. We just want to have fun while we're here on this earth you know we just want to have fun and if that means we got to do it single cool but it would be great to have a special someone to share those positive feel good experiences with 
And we know everything costs money. Nothing is free. So it's important for us to have our money together so that when we want to do something that costs money, that we're not, not doing it because of money. You know, you don't want to not be able to have a great relationship because of money. You don't want to not be able to enjoy life and do things that you love, care about, that makes you feel good and smile because of money. So use this single season to level up your money mindset, to change your money habits, to present your best self for you first. You don't want to do things because you want to get another man or get another woman. You want to do all of this for you first. That's one of the things that you don't want to do. Don't do this for someone else. Do this for you. In this single season, think about what you need, what you want, and what you desire and work on those things. And if you focus on that and put time, money, and energy towards that, the right person is going to come. I have to remind myself of that sometimes too, that we're, you know, you know, want this, you know, special person to come. But a lot of times that person comes when you are already focusing on being a better you. So your best self can be there for that special someone later. So don't feel sad. Don't feel bothered. Don't feel upset or lonely if you don't have anyone special to share things with this month for Valentine's Day or even for this rest of the year. Put that energy, put that focus towards these things here. So I'm going to do a quick recap. Five things that you need to work on to get your money right in your single life. Understanding your earning potential mastering those basic money management skills, strengthening your financial communication, understanding your numbers, and hiring a professional, a relationship coach, and a money coach. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And thank you so much for being here because as a reminder, guys, this is my 50th episode. It just feels so crazy saying 50, y'all, because... I just remember starting in episode one <laughs> and wondering, is anybody gonna like it? I had technical difficulties, y'all, but I still put it out there anyway. So I'm just excited to still be here, to still have these money and life conversations because when it comes to money, money affects everything, all parts of our lives. And I want you to make sure that you are just doing your best every single day. And I want to make sure that you are getting your money right in your single season so that you can bring your best self to the table when you get into a relationship. So thank you so much for joining me. I will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Financially Free with Cleo. Bye-bye. You can be financially free with Cleo.